You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I don't really have too much to say about this, but I did just want to bring it up because it's on my mind. Um, Stephanie from Before the 90 Days or... Yeah, one of the 90 Day Fiance spinoffs. I haven't watched that show in a few seasons. But anyways, um, she was dating a girl from Australia. It ended up being lots of drama because Stephanie ended up being like a super prude, even though she has an OnlyFans. Um, she like wouldn't sleep with her. I don't I don't know. The whole thing was weird. Like I said, she has an OnlyFans um, and she sells like pictures of herself and she seemed to have money when she was on the show. So I don't really know what her deal is, but lately she's been in the news because she's selling her farts. She's selling jars of farts and making a lot of money doing so. I guess she made $50,000 in a month selling her farts. Now, I guess sometimes these farts are $100 and sometimes they can go for as much as $1,000. I just saw a TikTok where a guy smelled a jar of the farts and it was really bad. Like, I think that he was partially acting, but then at the same time, his eyes were glossy. So that tells me that the jar actually smelled bad. I'm just confused because how would that even really stick inside of a jar? We have to talk about like shipping. I I just don't, I'm not buying it. I think that there is potentially like some type of fart essential oil that she's putting in the jar. Obviously not anything too overpowering to signal that it's fake, but I just, I don't buy it. So then today I'm perusing through social media and I'm show prepping and she's in the news because she went to the hospital. She thought she was having a heart attack, but it turns out that it was just severe gas. So she's been eating like gassy foods to conjure up these farts. It's another thing like who farts that much to be able to produce like jars and jars and jars of these farts. So she ended up in the hospital. Now she's all over the news again. I feel like she's just conniving. I feel like this is just like a marketing thing. Like she's smart. She's not, she's no dummy. I was watching a TikTok about the guy that bought the farts and then smelled it. And he said that you have to sign up for her account, which is basically like an OnlyFans type of thing to even have access to buy the jar. So you have to like sign up for her site and then you'll be able to buy it. So like I said, she's no dummy. Um, and now she's in the news and you know the headline reads girl who's been selling jars of her farts ends up the hosp- ends up in the hospital with extreme gas pain so that's one thing that i wanted to talk about today something i mean we're done talking about it that's really it what more can you say but something else that i was reading today was the kim card or not the yeah the kim kardashian being on vacation with pete davidson um but then kanye dating this julia fox girl is that her name i need to go back now and see Julia Fox. Yes, that is her name. I guess she's from Uncut Gems. Never seen that. Don't even really think I've heard of it. Oh, don't mind that. Um, But I just like, oh, I don't know. So she's I mean, she's a pretty girl. OK, and I feel bad going down this road, but, you know, I have to. Um, She is a pretty girl, but she is not. She's no Kim Kardashian. So Kanye's over here dressing her in Balenciaga. It is um, there's this one picture of her. She has um black pants on and like her thongs hanging above her pants. This is not how she normally looks. She does not pull it off well. Um, I am no goddess when it comes to doing hair. When I flat iron my hair, I'm sure I have those little like speed bumps in the back of my my head because I can't see back there and I can't reach. Well, she is the type of bitch, you know, no one's doing her hair. She's doing her own hair. So she turns around and she's got speed bumps all down the back of her head. But yet Kanye's dressing her in Balenciaga doesn't look good on her, doesn't fit her body. He and then there's pictures of them at dinner together. They're out at Kim Kardashian's favorite New York restaurant. And he just looks sad. 
Yet Kim's in the Caribbean, Caribbean, however you say it right now with Pete Davidson. She looks fucking happy as hell. I just feel like um, this is not the one for Kanye. He is never going to get a bad bitch like Kim. But I mean, we're right. This is entry level shit. Like, it's just it's pathetic. It's really sad. Um, You know what else is really sad? I now have um, a husband at home who plays video games all the time. So Brett's dad got a PS5. Brett's dad's like a gamer. Um, And so he has all this video game stuff and he gave us all of his old PS4 stuff. I'm talking, I mean, I don't even know. I haven't looked at all of it. Some of it's sitting in here. So we have virtual reality. We have a PS4. We have like a joystick type of thing. So Brett um, got me to play Grand Theft Auto the other night and I was like, okay, yeah, I can do a driving game. I mean, the part that I was playing was driving. But now he's been playing Resident Evil and it's fucking frightening. There's all this white trash screaming in it. Like just people are screaming at each other. It's scary. There's blood and guts and whatever. And so now every night, like Brett knows that I have to post on social media. So now he milks it and he wants to play video games while I'm doing my social media. So last night I did my social media stuff and I was like, okay, I'm done. Let's watch something. And he continued to play video games for 45 minutes while I sat on the couch and watched him. No, this is not happening. This is not happening to me. I need to look at what other games there are. Brett's dad's like can beat a game like quickly. Like I have a feeling there's no like Mario Kart or like Barbie Funhouse. Is that even a video game? Like I just I'm worried about the path that we're going down, especially in dry January, where we're going to be spending all of our time at home. And now Brett's a gamer. So Did I ever tell you guys about the show that's on in the UK? So I love watching English TV at night because it is fucking wild. Basic cable there. So I'm talking like your 3, 6, 10, 13, 12, you know, like if you don't have cable, just your basic channels. Um, One of those channels after 11 p.m. has this show on every night called Naked Attraction. I have to have had talked about this. I have to have had talked about this. I must have talked about this before. Um, because it, the first time I saw it, it blew me away. And every time I go to England, I'm like, oh my God, we have to watch Naked Attraction. The fact that this is on network cable at night blows my mind. So, um, a guy or a girl comes out on the stage with the host and, um, then there's like these pods and there's five or six contestants in each of the pods and the pods are completely like each pod is color coordinated. There's like yellow, green, blue, magenta, purple, and so um, you can't see who's in the pods and then they slowly start to raise them. So first they raise them to write about the belly button and we are talking full frontal nudity. We're seeing we're seeing vagina. We're seeing labia. We're seeing dick and balls. The whole fucking thing. I'm talking like I can't even it's aggr- it's so aggressive. So then the host, and the, the, the person that's going to pick who they want to go on a date with goes around to each pod and kind of like picks apart what they're seeing like oh you know that I I normally like it a little more trimmed or hopefully he's a a grower and not a shower you know things like that they go around and they assess and then the pod raises and so now you can see the chest area so like for men you know big whoop but for girls like we are talking full-blown boobies on your screen (laughs) Um, and then uh, each time they raise the pod someone gets eliminated. So we get down now to we're about to reveal the face 
And at this point now, the person that's doing the choosing, they go back and get fully naked. So we go to commercial break. We come back. There's like two or three pods left. And now the person that's been fully closed this whole time is now fully naked with the host. And now we're going to see the faces. So then we go around, look at the faces. Then the people come out of the pods and they have to compliment each other on like their bodies. What's one thing that you wish you had about this person's body and, you know, back and forth. And then the girl or the guy, whoever is picking the date, picks who they want to go on a date with. And then they go out on a date fully clothed. And then there's a follow up after the date to see if they're still together. It is mind blowing. I watched one episode when I was in England and um, it was this couple that was looking to like add someone. So there was guys and girls up on the stage. Network TV. I'm talking about like the ABC in England. It's on TV. Like anyone could just flip to this. And it's graphic. It is like close ups. You guys got to YouTube it. I'm sure it's on YouTube. YouTube it and watch an episode because you're going to be blown away. But I fucking love it. Um, So we're getting ready to take Brett's mom to Disneyland. We're taking her this year. We were supposed to take her two years ago for her birthday. We're finally going to take her this year. And I need all the Disney tips and tricks. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to stay. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, I need help. I was looking at it last night and I got really overwhelmed and stressed because it's like literally planning a really like important vacation. There's so much to think about. And um, yeah, so if anyone has Disney tips, please let me know. <laughs> yeah, I- I've only been when I've gone for free. So I don't know how to book anything. Like I don't know how it works. Can I buy two day park hopper passes? I-, I-, I just I don't know how it works. And I know there's so many Disney people that listen and I, I need you guys to tell me how it goes. So this morning I woke up, took Benny for a walk, um, came home, did spent a long time trying to get the Peloton app on the big TV in the living room. And I finally got it to load. It took forever, like over an hour. I don't know what was happening with it. Um, Did like a mobility class, then did a weight training class with just like my body weight. It was beginner. So I didn't even break a sweat. Like I was wearing a sweatshirt the whole time. And I, (laughs) Benny was just like being all up on me the whole time I was doing it, which was really cute. But also I was like, get the fuck away. And then um, when I was done with that, I did the Taylor Swift Peloton ride, which I'm not like a Swifty, so I didn't know some of the songs. I don't know all the words to the 10 minute all too well. I knew some of it, but I also got the vibe that the girl that was teaching it, which was Robin, I don't normally take her classes. I feel like she also was not like the biggest Taylor Swift fan. Like she knew some parts of the song, but she also was getting some words wrong. I was seeing her mouth it. I've always wondered, like, are the Peloton instructors encouraged to not sing along with the songs? Like, because they think that, I mean, people taking the class would probably think that's annoying. Or do they really just know, not know half of the songs? Like, I was like, man, if that was me and I was like a Taylor Swift fan, as she was p- presenting herself to be, I would be singing along to every single word. And she really wasn't. Um, I don't know why I chose to do that ride. I just wanted something mellow. And it was. It was like a nice relaxing. After I'd done the walk and the, and the other classes, like, I just wanted something to seal it off. I just haven't been able to be active this week, which is something that I really wanted to do just because of work. So I was like, I'm going to go hard today. So it's 5.13 right now. I've burned, um, oh great, my watch is recording everything that I'm talking. I've burned 1,273 calories. I've exercised for 172 minutes and I've stood for 10 out of the 12 hours. So I'm pretty sure I'm fucking killing it and I'm starving right now. Like my body's like, hi, you have done all of this and you have only fed us an omelet today. So I cannot wait to eat something. Brett wanted to go to Chipotle, but we always regret going to Chipotle. I wanted to try out their new, oh, I wanted to try out their new plant-based chorizo, but I think we're just going to get something from Jack's Urban Eats, like a a salad with some salmon on it. Fuck me up. So yesterday, Brett went to Costco and he was like, I'm going to get us um, 
we needed a couple things. We needed toilet paper. He went actually on Monday, but I didn't know that we needed toilet paper. So we had to go back. So yesterday he went back and he was like, they were doing samples, which shocks me. They are like restaurants are closing. They're not even doing the Grammys this year. It's been canceled. But Costco has samples right now. OK, make it make sense. Um, So Brett was like, I tried a sample of this plant based burger. So I'm going to get some. I was like, OK, not excited about it, you know. So he gets home last night. and He's like, that's what we're going to have for dinner. Um, We're going to do some French fries. And I was like, OK, fine. So we made it. It was the best burger I've ever had in my life. Like, I would prefer it to normal burgers. I'm obsessed. I wish we could have it again tonight. But Brett's not feeling very good. He doesn't feel like cooking it. And we know it's like we can't leave that up to me. Um, I'm going to put a picture of it at What the Chuck podcast so that you can be on the lookout at Costco. I'm telling you, it's so good. So a couple people have DM'd me because I did post it at Megan Rage Radio. So you probably have already seen it. But um, everyone's telling me I need to go to Burger Patch. And I've been dying to. I drive by it all the time. I want to try it. It's something that's been on my list to try forever. Um, Something else that was was reading on the news today, there was some Canadians that went to Cancun on the day before New Year's Eve, and they were raging. They completely took over the flight. They were vaping. They were drinking. They were crowd surfing. The air staff had to go, like, lock themselves in another area. They just gave up trying to control the crowd. So their flight home has been canceled. They're potentially going to be fine. Like, it's a big deal. Um, Can you imagine being on a plane where that happened? It would give me the most anxiety. Brett always tells me stories about when him and his friends used to travel and it stresses me out like to the max because they are a rowdy fucking group. And that's exactly what I feel like they would look like if they were on a flight. So today is my dad's birthday and I was anticipating going to dinner with him. Like I had a wax today. I scheduled it really early, like months ago, because I was like, oh, I'll probably be going to my dad with my dad to dinner. And so... Um, I don't know. Like I texted my dad, Merry Christmas. I didn't text my stepmom. I don't know if that like pissed her off or whatever, but she called me right when I got back from England and I was tired. I was just trying to get my shit done. It was a day that I was recording my podcast and she was like, hey, um, your dad said that you were asking about like his birthday. So I just want to let you know that, you know, we already have plans on his birthday, but you guys can come over on Sunday for dinner. And so I was annoyed by it, but I was tired. So I just let it go. And then today rolls around and it's my dad's birthday. And I'm like, so what are you doing? And he's like, oh, we're going to dinner tonight with, you know, my stepmom and her kids. And I'm like, why the fuck was I not invited? Like, I was so annoyed all day by that. Like, it's my dad's birthday. I want to spend it with him, too. Like, why were we not invited? And so I was kind of snippy with him about it over a text. I was like, well, I hope you have a lot of fun. Like, we would have liked to take you to dinner for your birthday or go to dinner for your birthday. But I guess we can talk about taking you out on Sunday. And now I'm feeling guilty. I've never lashed out like that. Like, I'm pretty just go with the flow on my birthdays. I don't always hang out with my parents either. But for some reason, I think because I was gone for Christmas, like I'm really bothered by it and I can't stop thinking about it. And like now I feel bad that I snapped. Like I just we already have plans for his birthday. Like what? How come? Why? Why am I not? Why am I not invited? Oh, it's just really put a damper on my mood all day. So I've been trying to stay busy. I went and got my eyebrows waxed. I went and got adjusted. I went everywhere to try to find Brett some Dayquil, NyQuil, because he's got a cold. Sold out everywhere. Had to go to Target, went to Save Mart, went to a Rite Aid, went to another Rite Aid before I finally found it. And I got the last one. Like, everyone must be sick as fuck right now. But I left Benny home for a little while because Brett had to go to work. And um, his new thing is eating remotes. So he's eaten two remotes in the past week. 
He's also eating the doorstops. We have doorstops in the room um, because we put a doorstop behind our door at night so that Benny can't get out and eat Chuck's food or eat remotes. Anyways, all of a sudden he's lashing out. I've been like, he's such a good dog. He doesn't need our shoes. He doesn't need anything. And now today he's eating another remote, the new remote that I just ordered. He goes into the spare bedroom, gets up on the bed, and then gets up onto the counter where the remote is. I even like pushed it far back. And so I just don't know, like, do we start locking him up again? Like how he knows that he's in trouble. Earlier when I got off the Peloton, he had a doorstop. And the second that I walked towards him, he dropped it and like went off into a corner and was looking at me like he knows he's not supposed to do it. And so now I'm worried about leaving him. Like what else is he going to chew? Is he going to start doing uh, shoes, furniture? My friend Anthony's dog eats his walls, his fucking walls. So I just need to nip this in the bud before it gets out of control because we've been so blessed to have a dog that does not destroy things. So I don't want to go down the path with a dog that does destroy things. And so far, it's not looking good. Like the remote thing, I can't take it. If you choose the remote for our like nice new TV, I will fucking lose it. Like the Roku remote for the spare room, I can order another one. It's $6. It's not a big deal. But like now I'm just looking around the room every time I leave, like what is he going to eat? Do I have to hide the melatonin? Is he going to eat my jewelry? Like are we going to have to shut every, is he going to eat the pet? Like I just cannot deal with the dog that's destroying things. So any tips would be great. Do I spray things with lemon, hot sauce? Like what's what's the deal here? What do I got to do? Because I will do it. Thursday. You know how yesterday I was like, oh, I did this little beginner's strength training um, on the Peloton app in my living room. And I was like, I didn't even break a slant. Tell me why my shoulders hurt so bad. Like I don't even... I don't even remember doing anything with my shoulder. I didn't even pick up weights. It was basically just like heavy stretching. I don't know why the hell. Like I'm, I feel like I did like some crazy shoulder workout. I can't even explain it. I can't get a massage until February because I told too many people about Courtney and she's fucking booked. And so I'm dying. I just did a Peloton and I was like, why is I kept saying, relax your shoulders, relax your shoulders. I'm just so tense. And I woke up last night. And I was super tense and I was grinding my teeth, which brings me back to something that I forgot to tell you. So I was originally trying to straighten my teeth, well, for obvious reasons, but also so that I could get a night guard because I grind my teeth. That's what started my whole bite journey to begin with. As we know, I started my job and I fell off because they were hurting my mouth when I was talking. Um, And so I had big plans to start wearing it again after I got back from England. So as I told you yesterday, Benny has a new obsession with eating things, remotes and whatnot. When I was gone, Caitlin, who was here, oh, that also reminds me, remember how I had Caleb written down on my notes? Brett never calls anyone their actual name. Like, no one. Barely. He has, like, a name for everyone. And while Kaylin was here, he was calling her Caleb. First, he was calling her Kayla. That only lasted a day. Um, And he just does it to fuck with me, but then it ends up sticking. So Caleb, he listened to my podcast, and I was like, why am I, why do I have Caleb written down? He's like, because I was calling Kaylin Caleb. Oh, that's what it was. So Kaylin, and now I've been calling her Caleb to Brett. It's fucking so annoying. Um, so Kaylin texted me when we were in England and she was like, I think it was like our last night here. She's like a couple things. Um, first of all, I found this. It was chewed into a million pieces. I don't know what it is. Um, and so she sent me a picture of it and it's the hyper bite. So what makes bite so special is it comes with this machine that you put in your mouth and it vibrates your teeth and it cuts the time that you have to wear the trays in half. It's $600 to replace and Benny ate it. So 
yeah, I don't have it anymore. So now I'm just like, what the fuck do I do? Do I put them in? Uh, First of all, I'm feeling my teeth like I run my finger over my teeth and I feel like they're in like totally different spots than they ever were before, which fucking scares me. And so now I'm like, do I just try to put them in? And I just don't. Obviously, I don't have the hyperbite anymore, so I can't use it. So now I'm just going to have to wear them forever. Like this is a lesson learned. This is a lesson learned. Like, why can't I just wear it every day? Because it hurts. If it didn't hurt, I would have no problem. Anyways, Benny ate it. And so that's fucking annoying. I've been meaning to like email the customer service and say like it was faulty. (laughs) Um, He only ate the top portion, like the actual part that goes into your mouth. I haven't tested to see if the bottom part works. Maybe I should try that and see if I can just get the mouth guard piece. Anyways, um, I want to talk about Corey Gamble for a moment. He was on TMZ the other day um, because he was spotted at the Kings Lakers game talking to Tristan Thompson. Tristan gave him a Sacramento Kings jersey um, and Corey was outside like holding it up to the paparazzi and to the fans. That's not really what I want to talk about because is it shocking that Corey Gamble is supporting Tristan Thompson? No, because they have the same energy like for real. What is alarming to me is Corey Gamble was at a basketball game sitting courtside in pink silk pajamas. That's what they look like, at least. Like, they're probably not actually pajamas. But can you imagine being so rich that you would wear pink silk pajamas courtside to a basketball game? I'm going to put a picture of him up at What the Chuck podcast so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about. It is wild. Like, the com- like I wish. The comfort. He looks so comfortable, but also uncomfortable. Because what I really want to be wearing silk pajamas to a basketball game is like, you get swamp ass. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know if it's a good look. Um, I was perusing through Redfin today, which I tend to do, but I've been really trying to cut back ever since we decided that we're going to stay here for a while. We're going to paint. We're going to stay. Um, if you know a painter in the area that paints inside that's reasonably priced, please throw them. Shiny swing my way. Y'all look good to me. Now look at me. Swing my way. I was up last night thinking about painting the house like Brett and I doing it. And it was so severely stressing me out. Also, having someone else paint it stresses me out. Because like, what do we do with the animals? At Benny would not. Like, what, what are we going to do? Am I going to take him on a five-hour walk while someone works for the day? Where was I going with this? Oh. I've stopped looking at Redfin. However, I looked today and in one of the houses, there is this table. Oh my God. I love it. I need it. It's probably so expensive. I wish that I could just like email the realtor on Redfin and be like, hey, I'm not interested in the house, but the table. Can you ask them where they got it? I'm going to put a picture of that up at What the Chuck podcast. If you've seen something like that somewhere, please let me know where because I'm honestly obsessed with it. Um, today I was emailing back and forth Taylor, who's going to be doing our tattoos. Brett starts this week. I start next week, which is good because Lord Jesus, I need help. I was telling her all these ideas that I have when we were going back and forth. I don't know if you guys remember, but I went to Sad Summerfest with Amanda over the summer, Avi, and I drunkenly thought that I saw a tattoo that I didn't see. I thought that it was an outline of cat, black cat ears, like a shadow. But then when I got closer, I realized it was just a butterfly. But then in my head, I pictured cat ears that were also a butterfly. I can't really picture it anymore, which is 
partially the problem. But even if I could picture it, I am a I'm terrible at drawing things like I can barely draw a sun. So it wouldn't make any difference anyway. So I was telling Taylor about it. I was like, remember when I drunkenly texted you about thinking that I saw this out cat outline? It was really a butterfly. And then I had this idea. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to try to draw something for you. And so I drew her a picture and I'm not I can't, like I said, the, the memory is very foggy, so it's hard for me. But what I it's so embarrassing that I even sent this to her. I was obviously kidding. And we are at that level. But at the same time, like it's embarrassing because I'm like, does she think I hope she realizes that I'm kidding. If she doesn't, I'm going to talk to her next week and be like, that was a joke. Obviously, that drawing was just to lighten the mood. But she said that she can actually, she actually thinks that she might know what I mean and we might be able to work it out. Hey. And so I was telling my friend Amanda about all the ideas we were coming up with. She also had an idea because I was talking about roller skates. I was like, I was thinking about roller skates because I was thinking about doing leg piece and I feel like Taylor could do some really cool roller skates. But I like, I'm like, do I just want a pair of roller skates on my leg? Like not really roller skate. Football is life. But um, she was like, what if we did a girl in roller skates? Like she could be hot. She could be scary. And I'm like, I kind of like that idea. Idea. So I keep I was telling Amanda about it because Amanda and I are, are always talking about tattoos and Amanda thinks that I should get that on my arm and I'm like no I was thinking that for my leg. So I'm just uh, I just wish I could see Taylor in person and talk to her and I could if I go to Brett's appointment with him tomorrow but I really don't want to because I want to watch Married at First Sight and I just want to be productive at home. I don't need to sit there for three hours doing nothing like I could be doing so many other things at home. So I just don't know. Um, On another note, I feel like there should be a law that everyone should have like a week off a month. I have been thriving at work. Normally, I'm so grouchy. I want to yell at everyone, but I can't. You know, I have to be friendly. This week, if you guys could listen to the calls that I've been on, I have been amazing. I'm I'm like, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Like, oh. I really wish you have a, I hope that you have a great, I'm going to be think. you know, I'm going to be thinking of you. I hope you're going to have a great year. I've been, I don't even know what's gotten into me. I don't even recognize myself. I've been like, thank you for calling. Beep. My name's Megan. I see you're calling about, I'd be happy to help you with like, I am just, it's fucking over the top. I cringe at myself. I don't know what's gotten into me, but I remember I was like this on my first week. And so I'm just like, everyone needs a reset every now and then. I'm a firm believer in a reset makes everyone do a better job. So um, Gavin Newsom, thank you. Joe Biden, please, someone tag him in my post so that they can uh, implement this into a law somewhere. Let's get this to Congress or whoever fucking makes laws. Good thing I'm not taking that citizenship test very soon because I would fail Friday I had such a bad day at work like people were assholes assholes I just like there are days at work where I don't need any help like we can dial out to supervisor if we need help there are days actually all week I've probably dialed like maybe once or twice today I legit had to call like 10 times like just the most complicated situations people yelling and then we had our meeting which we have every Friday (coughs) just with my (laughs) tea I'm eating some seaweed and I just choked on it sorry we had our team meeting and um, our team lead, my manager, who I love, who I'm about to lose in a couple weeks, so my shift's going to change. Um, she always plays music while she's waiting for everyone to come into the meeting. And she started playing that Kane Brown song, the heaven one. And I was like, no, I was like, I went to the Kane Brown concert. And there was this old people sitting in front of me and they were he was sick and they were dancing and I was crying. Um, and then, yeah, I just got off work. I thought I was going to get forced again. When the clock struck 3.30, I was literally like, bye, before I get the email. 
because the call volume was still super high. Last two customers that I had were great, though. One customer was like, um, right off the bat, she was like, you have a great voice. She was like, if you ever are not on the call center, you should do broadcasting. And I was like, funny you say that. Um, and now I'm about to go on a walk with Caleb. <laughs> she's going to come over to see the best friend she's ever had. We're going to go on a walk. I'm going to come home, do my show while Brett's getting his tattoo. And then tomorrow, Brett is, he was like, I'm so, I was today, he was like, oh my gosh, I just, too many thoughts at once. He was like, I'm going to do everything that I need to do tomorrow morning. I was like, well, I really need like tampons and pads. He was like, send me the pictures and I'll go get them for you. He even offered to do the litter box. And so I was like, something's up. He was like, I'm just going to get everything out of the way in the morning so I can play Resident Evil all day. And I'm like, of course, that's what you want to do. I have a video game addict in the house now and I just don't know how to deal, but that's fine. If he's going to go get me my tampons and do the litter box, he can play video games all all day. I don't care. And then we're having like a little birthday celebration and my dad's on Sunday. Um, I didn't know everyone was going, so I'm pumped. My sister's going, my brother's going, my sister-in-law's going. So that makes me so excited. Not that I wasn't excited before, but I'm just really excited because we don't all hang out like that. Like the last time that my dad, my brother, and my sister and I were all together at the same place, I have no idea. Like, honestly, 10 years ago, Probably more. I've been in the same place as my brother. Actually, the same time. I've been in the same place as my dad and my brother recently, but my dad and my sister, years, 15 maybe even. So I'm super excited for that. Brett made a bomb soup last night, a Thai ginger, like Thai chicken. I told you we've been trying to use up our chicken. Thai ginger chicken soup. You put like potato in it, lemongrass, coconut oil. It was so freaking bomb. Can't wait to have leftovers tonight for dinner, even though I really want an Impossible Burger. But, you know, I'm trying to make those things last forever. And I don't want to get burned out on them either. But I'm about to go to town next week when we're out of chicken and we got Impossible Burgers left. Um, this is us. We never really talked about it from this week. It was a good episode. I really wanted to cry, but I didn't. There was nothing really sad about it. I am excited for the season. I think that it's ironic that they are going to have Kate marrying that English guy when she was married and divorced with to an English guy in real life. Did you guys know that she was married to a guy from Hull, which is where Brett's from? The more you know. Um, last night. Brett was playing, was playing his video game while I was doing my social media. I was done with my social media and I was like, Brett, and he was like, just a few more minutes. It ended up being an hour. So I just got on TikTok, which I don't do as much anymore. And I was, my serotonin levels were high last night when I was TikToking. So I was happy to sit on the couch and watch TikToks while he played his video game. But then he turned it off and I was like, okay, let's watch something, Brett. And then, so we finally turned it off and we had nothing to watch. Like we're done with everything. We just finished up the challenge. We watched Hawkeye at an alarming rate. So we had Hannah, Hannah to um to watch the third season. It's it's on Amazon Prime. If you haven't watched it, 1010 recommended so good. But I couldn't remember a thing that happened. So we were looking for a recap on YouTube. We found three and they were all so terrible. We got like two minutes in. And first of all, they were calling her Hannah. She is from season one called Hannah. Now, Hannah. Um, now, I, I've noticed that the, in the show, some people call her Hannah, too. But her name is Hannah. God damn it. So anyways, I didn't trust any of the reviews because they were all calling her Hannah. Pissed. So we just watched it without, you know, really remembering what happened last season. I even tried to look for a recap online. 
nothing. I found one and I was like, okay, here we go. It's from a random website. It was like three paragraphs long. Like it didn't go into detail. It was just an outline of what happened. And I'm like, no, this is one of those shows where you need detail. So anyways, we watched the first episode last night. So good. I forgot how good it actually is. Can't wait to binge more of that this weekend. Um, And then another thing that happened, we were laying in in bed and Brett goes, can you believe that when I met you, I was 34 and I'm about to be 40 this year? And I was like, no, that's fucking wild. And so then I was like, and I met you when I'm 30, or I was like, and I met you when I was 30 and I'm 34 now. I was like, that's crazy. Sat in silence while watching the show for like two minutes and then I had to pause it. And I wish that I could deliver it the same way I did last night because I was laughing because I felt so stupid. I was like, wait, how is it possible that I've only aged four years, but you've aged six years? And Brett like immediately immediately starts laughing because I'm just dumb. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you're about to be 40, but I'm only 34 (laughs) and you met me when you were my age. And so Brett's like, "Uh uh-huh. We had to talk it through for a solid five minutes before I understood. And he was like, well, your birthday's before mine. I was like, okay. I was like, so then I'm five years. I've aged five years and you've, you've aged six. Oh, my God. We were both laughing and it just made me realize that we don't laugh enough. I'm like, we need to laugh more. Everything's always so serious in life these days. Like you're just you just get so stuck to a routine and like, you know, making dinners, watching your shows, going to bed. Last night we were like belly laughing in bed. And I was like, God, this is makeup also serotonin levels or is it dopamine? Don't really know. Again, not the brightest crayon in the box. But um, we were legit dying laughing. I was like, I don't understand how it's possible that you're going to be 40. And you met me when you were 34. But I met you when I was 30. And I'm 34 right now. I was like, it does make it make sense. Saturday. Sunday. I am feeling super chatty and no one wants to talk to me. Brett is downstairs playing his video games. He played yesterday from 11 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. And then he's been down there. We woke up at 7, took Benny for a walk. So he's probably been playing since like 8.30 or 9. Um, But he did stop. Like he went and got a Starbucks this morning. And coffee's just been fucking me up lately. I've been trying to drink more just to get used to it so I can drink it at home because it really does help. But holy shit, holy shit, my mind is going a mile a minute. And so is my mouth. So I left the house today to go run some errands, went to the chiropractor. No one was in there chatting away to the chiropractor. Chat, chat, chat. Then I went into the bird store. Chat, chat, chat to the people in there. Actually, at first they were totally profiling me in Loman's Plaza. Um, They were following me around like I was going to steal something. They kept asking if they could help me. And there was tons of people in the store, like tons. I was just getting bad vibes from her. So I spent $70 and then paid to have it gift wrapped. That showed them. Uh, because it's my dad's birthday. Well, it was my dad's birthday. I already talked about that earlier, but today is the party. And so then I went to Pet Food Express, was super chatty with them. Then I went to Target. No one to chat up there. And then um, our neighbors got a puppy, a brand new like lab spaniel. No, not spaniel. Spanger? Spanger? Spangler? What is it called? Anyways, super cute puppy. Their son lived with them for a while. 
And actually, I don't know if they're brother and sister. I think I've talked about this before. I don't know if they're brother or sister or married. So anyways, one of their kids lived there for a while. They had a dog that was super cute named Lucy, um, charged a Benny one time. No big deal. Um, so I guess their his dog had puppies. So they flew to Minneapolis to get one of the puppies and brought it back. So I went to Pet Food Express to get more poop bags for Benny. Not important. But like I said, chatty. And then I got um, the new dog next door, like a little baby Kong and um, some treats. And so I went to bring them over. I love giving people gifts. Like, I get so excited. Like, I was like, oh, I'm so mad I have to go to Target after this because I just want to go over there and give it to them. So I rang the doorbell, gave them that. They invited me inside, which was nice. I've never been inside before. It was about 80 degrees in there. So I was sweating bullets. That combined with the fact that I had had a bunch of coffee. Talked to them for a long time, which was so nice. Like, so nice. I talked to them outside, but it was just nice to sit down. And like, they offered me a drink. I was like, oh, I'm doing dry January. Oh, wait, you guys are like 70. I don't drink alcohol in January. We really try to cut back. Um, And then I just came over here, wrapped some presents um, because we haven't done Christmas with my parents yet. So we're going to be doing that today. And then pretty soon we're going to pick up my brother, my sister-in-law, and then we're going to go over to my dad's. And I'm bummed. I've been thinking about this all week. I was like, I can't wait for me, my brother, my sister, all to be with my dad. We haven't all been together in forever. Um, I was going to remake a childhood picture. I already had it picked out where my dad's sitting in his recliner and I'm sitting. I wouldn't be sitting on his lap because I would probably kill him. But um, we were going to, I was like, oh, we're going to remake this picture. Well, my sister's coworker, tested positive for COVID. And obviously she sits right next to him. They like are in the same space. So she's not coming. And I'm so disappointed. Selfishly last night, I was like, this sucks. Wait, but are you okay? Are you okay? Are you feeling fine? I'm sorry that you could potentially have COVID, but I'm mad. Um, So I'm a little disappointed because I was really excited for all of us to hang out. But anyways, getting ready to do that here in a little bit. But last night while Brett was still playing video games, I first of all, we used the pizza oven again last night, bought dough again from Rayleigh's, but it didn't turn out as good. The dough kept snapping back to its original form. And I asked people on Instagram for tips. I got a lot of them. Some people said flour in your hands. We were using cornmeal, but I guess cornmeal is good to put it to slide it in off the peel and into the pizza oven and then get it back out. But when you're actually kneading it, flour is better. Some people said olive oil in your hands. Some people said that maybe it was still too cold, which is very possible because our house has poor insulation and it's typically pretty cold. Like even when it's warm, there are still some areas in the house that it's cooler and the kitchen is definitely one of them. So possible that it was still a little bit too cool. The pizza still tasted bomb, but they were actually better the first time around as far as like how they looked and the shape and everything. I think the dough was just a little bit warmer. So still trial and error with that. They really fill you up too, or maybe it's just because we've been like eating healthier this week and also my stomach had drank just from not feeling well. So like I had one pizza and I was like done. I'm like, I'm freaking stuffed. Then we watched the rest of Hana. I was falling asleep, uh, but it was really good. The end was kind of like ho-hum, especially because it's the last season. Well, I was going to say something about yesterday, though. What was I going to say? What was I talking about? Oh, I can't remember. Um, no, I was going to say something else. What was I going to? I started talking about the pizzas, but I was really going to talk about something else. Oh, God damn it. I don't remember. Oh, I do remember. Anyways, got to watch the last of Married at First Sight last night, the first episode, which was three hours long, a bit excessive. Um, I'm really attached to last season, so it's going to be hard for me to attach onto these people. Anyways, while Brett was trying to make the pizzas, I was on TikTok. I've been on TikTok a little more lately, and there was this girl who was doing her hair with her Dyson, and I 
was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I've been trying to like any videos with Dyson's in them, even if they're not good videos so that they'll pop up in my feed more because I need all the tutorials. Like it comes with like seven or eight attachments and I know how to use like three of them. One of them being the blow dryer, which I mean, that's a given. So this girl used the round brush to do her hair like super volumey and I was like, I have to try it. So washed my hair. Um, I would post the video at What the Chuck podcast, but it's two minutes long, so it's not going to let me. I can try to maybe shorten it down to post a clip, but um, if you want it, just I'll send it to you. So I followed her instructions. It took me like over an hour, but it looked so good at the end. I should have known better, though. I went out to run my errands. I was like texting Violet, who does my hair, who owns Lace Salon. And I was like, look at me go. And I'm like, I can't even believe that I'm doing it. I asked her for a couple pointers. Anyways, went out to run some errands, did all the stuff that I talked about earlier, came back, looked in the mirror. Holy shit, my hair was poofy. It didn't hold. It just looked like a mess. And that's because my hair is naturally curly. I text. Well, let me just tell you. I texted Violet and asked her why that happened. So here was her response. She said... Still looks good, but there's moisture in the air because it's winter. And since you're not flat ironing or using a curling iron and beating your hair into submission, it still has soft lightness to it. A little bit of moisture makes it want to return to its natural form. Maybe you need to get a heat protectant, humidity barrier type of product. And I said, any recommendations? She said, wow, spray is great. So I'm going to buy that. But then in the meantime, I did hit it with my um, wand, which I haven't used since I wore my extensions, which has been like a year and a half ago now at this point. I used my, last time I wore my hair extensions was last June, which is freaking crazy. So I use that and now it looks good again. Not as much volume as when I used the um, round brush. So I'm definitely going to buy that product that she recommended, try it again and see how it turns out. I think if I would have, Because in the video, she says just like blow dry your hair to get it not sopping wet and then go straight into the round brush. But my hair is naturally super curly. So I think if I would have used the attachments that I normally use to straighten my hair and then maybe gone in and sectioned it and used the round brush, it would have turned out differently. Obviously, like the pizza dough, it's going to be trial and error. But I'm excited to start using my Dyson more. I just feel like it's, you know, such an expensive product, even though I got it refurbished from Nordstrom Rack, which saved me like $150. Well, save Brett because he bought it for me. Um, I just feel like it sits there and I barely use it. I want to learn how to use the curling attachments, especially now that my hair is getting longer and I feel like I can do more with it. So, yeah, Um, I really don't want to stop doing this because I'm hella talkative. Just want to talk, 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 talk. But I have more stuff to do. I have to put makeup on. I have to get dressed. I have to make the bed. I have to fold some laundry. I want to watch the last little episode of Law & Order SVU. Then I want to watch Organized Crime. But I'm not going to have enough time before we have to go because we're leaving in an hour. We still have to pick up my brother. Then we have to drive there. So I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Got to go. Got to go right now. Honestly, just had the best night with my dad, with my family, for my dad's birthday. Sitting in the kitchen. My phone starts blowing up. And at first it was people that wouldn't normally text me on a Sunday. And I was just like, oh, maybe they're catching up on my podcast and then like texting me. Then I look down and I start reading the text messages. And Brett also shows me his phone that says KCRA, where the news comes first, um, that Bob Saget died. And, you know, this is one of those things. I can't, this does not feel real. I cannot wrap my mind around it at all. But I've also been in like a celebratory environment for the past couple hours. So it wasn't sinking in like I was just like it was a topic of conversation at the dinner table. And now that I'm home, like it's really resonating with me. 
And I'm just like shocked, 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 shocked. And right now, you know, we don't know what the cause was. My initial thought was like drugs, like Coke or something like that. But at the same time, he's such like an experience. You know, if he does dabble here and there, it's not like he's an addict. Like it would be nothing in excess, but then also something could be laced. Anyways, um, I cannot believe that Bob Zagat has died. I, 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 I just said this on my Instagram story. There have been celebrity deaths that have resonated with people around me that just have not with, with me. Like I remember when Prince died at the radio station, everyone was freaking out. And I remember my boss came up to me in the hall and said, you need to get something on the website. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, relax. And he was like, relax, relax. Prince just died. The king of pop. Where was that? Michael Jackson. He said, Prince just died. Like I was getting reprimanded for not giving a shit. The Prince died. Like, sorry that I'm not crying my eyes out. Like I don't, It's not resonating with me. I don't have an attachment. It's not having an effect on me. Like, does every death have to affect me? Does it matter? Like, yeah, Prince is a legend. Not in my eyes. You know, like, I don't have. I I remember crying that day because I got because I was getting in trouble for not caring that Prince died. You know, on a human level, obviously, I care when anyone dies. But I wasn't like, oh, the sky is falling like it didn't affect me. The first celebrity death that really affected me was Kobe. And I wasn't, a lit, you know, I wasn't attached to him in any way. I think just the way that he died and the fact that his daughter was there. Like, I cried for weeks when that happened. I remember Brett just saying, I don't understand why you're so emotional. And I really couldn't explain it to him because it was an emotion that I wasn't expecting to feel. I, would ju- I was just crying, hysterically, like ugly crying. And I honestly think that had I been home tonight sitting on the couch like I typically am on a Sunday, this would have affected me a lot differently. It's because... I was just with my family. We were laughing. Then I'm like, I, I've got like, you know, I'm on like a high from being happy. And now that I'm home and I'm reading the comments and I'm reading the articles and I'm texting people back, people that I haven't talked to for 10 years are texting me. I put up a post on Instagram and people are commenting saying, you were the first person I thought of. I just had no idea. Of course, I had my blog forever. Um, my blog was screw dear John letters, dear Bob Saget. And I would start every blog out with dear Bob Saget. My kickball team was named Bob Saget is the illest. Like I was Bob Saget was my brand, but that was so long ago that I didn't expect people to still look at him and think of me. And it's like overwhelming right now. The fact that everyone is like, you were the first person I thought of when I heard the news. Like that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I feel now that I'm alone, like sitting up in the office, I feel really sad about it. Earlier, we were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Like, that's wild. What do you think it could be? Like, just dinner conversation. Now that I'm sitting here, like Bob Saget has died at 65, which is not very old, considering how how old people how long people live now like Bob Saget has died right when I logged on to Facebook right before I started recording this so I re-recorded my break for my radio station my radio show tomorrow and then I got onto Facebook and the first thing that popped up was Bob's post from last night after he finished his show and he was posting where to get tickets for future shows like what happened between last night and tonight did, did do people just drop dead Like, how does this happen? What happened to him? 
That is a scary fucking thought because right now they're saying no foul play. What if he just dropped dead? Had a heart attack or like a brain aneurysm or something? I like, I, 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 I cannot wrap my mind around this. Bob Saget. Like, I, I really feel sad now all of a sudden. Like, that is so sad. Like, oh my God, I don't, I don't even think, I don't even, I can't even, I can't even process it right now. Like, I am now going through the, the motions of the emotion and it's sad. Okay, I guess more on this tomorrow. I can't really, I can't really do it right now. I feel really sad now. Gosh, that is, I know that I just said it a million times, but it's so sad. Death is such a weird thing. I just like, what? how many days are we? Nine days into 2022. What's also crazy is, you know, I was just reading his tweets the other day about Betty White. It was an article where he was talking about, you know, telling stories about Betty White and her sense of humor and just saying really nice things about her. And I was thinking to myself, God, his his stand-up is so raunchy. And that's kind of what he's known for these days, even though he was known as like this squeaky clean TV dad for so long. Then people got to know the real Bob Saget. And that was kind of like, you know, what made him so special is that he was this guy on TV, but he was this completely other guy when he was doing his stand-up. And then, you know, present day, whenever he's in cameos and things, it's the raunchy Bob Saget. But here he is, you know, showing the real side of him, telling these stories, saying nice things about this, this legend that just passed away. Thinking like, God, what a nice guy. I don't, I can't eat my train of thought. I can't. Okay, I'm going to go <laughs> because I just can't deal with this right now. It's too much. Monday. People are literally assholes. I cannot freaking take it. I can't tell you how many times I've been hung up on today. Or yelled at or told I was an idiot. Like, I just, it, honestly, to some people, it does not matter how nice you are. Like, you could be the nicest person in the world and they could just be dicks to you for no reason because they're upset about something else and it, like, literally drives me crazy. I just had the mean, like, the end of my day, already had a super bad day, just had a, the meanest customer call and she needed my help and I was being super nice to her. She was being such a condescending little bitch to me. And I was still super nice. And then she ended up hanging up on me. And I just get so frustrated that I like cry. You know, I just get so freaking angry that there's just like no recourse. Like I wish I could just go to these people's doors that are jerks and be like, hi, I'm a real person. And you are just a bitch. Like there's no need for you to talk to me the way that you like. I just I just do not get it. And I sometimes, I mean, obviously I don't wish there were cameras with customer service, but sometimes I honestly wish there was. I wish like I could turn on a camera and make them like look at me while they're being absolutely terrible. So anyways, I have this terrible call and so I was going to take a break after it and she hung up on me. So I wasn't able to, wasn't anticipating her hanging up on me, you know? So next call comes in and it's this lady and she's super nice. I was like trying to hide the fact that I was crying, which was really hard. And then um, she 
was like, I'm sure people are not very, I'm sorry. She was like, I'm sure people um, are not very nice all the time. She was like, you've been very pleasant. She's like, that doesn't always happen. Or she said, you've been very pleasant. That doesn't always happen when you call customer service. So I appreciate it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, trust me, I appreciate you as well. And she was like, yeah, I'm sure people can be like really nasty. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I take the rough with the smooth, though. And she was like, um, well, she was like, well, um, tell your mom that she did a great job with you, which obviously like made me I was like, thank God I get to go home after this call because I can't freaking deal with it. Or I guess I'm already at home. Log off. Anyways, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> Can you tell? I just can't reel it in. I just like, oh my God. I don't know if I'll ever yell at someone over the phone again, honestly, because it's so terrible. Be nice to people on the phone. Don't be an asshole. If you're upset, <laughs> I don't. Yell at someone else. Go on a run. Go to a rage room. Unless they're being assholes to you. Like, if someone on the phone is being a dick to you, yell at them. You know, whatever. If you're getting bad customer service, by all means. But, like, honestly, I'm so nice on the phones. I told you guys, I think it was in this episode, that I don't even know what's gotten into me lately. I'm being, like, especially nice. And today, last night, or last, today, last night, last night, I felt like I wasn't going to be able to sleep, so I took a melatonin, because I was thinking about Bob Saget. (laughs) So I took a mail and we watched Euphoria season two, the second episode or the first episode of season two. And I forgot that that show gives me ex- extreme anxiety. Like, I honestly don't even know if I want to watch it because everything about it just like stresses me out. So um, I wasn't going to be able to sleep. So I took a melatonin and then was just drowsy this morning. So I never take them. I was taking them when I was in England because I was having trouble sleeping, but then I could sleep till like noon. So it didn't really matter. Um. So I've been drowsy all day and then just like I my phone is I get anxiety over my phone blowing up on like a regular basis when nothing's going on when I'm just posting pictures of like Chuck and Benny because I just don't you know have like content on my social media these days as far as like my face and me talking I really try to save that for my podcast I used to do a lot of front facing rants but I try to save everything that I want to say for my podcast. So um, yesterday I had a lot of content. Talked about my hair. Talked about Bob. And so people are engaging with me. And they're just reaching out about Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Um, and so I'm just overwhelmed right now on my phone. And then I read that like he was found. Okay. So here's the update on like what we know about his death. So he came in, sorry, I'm like snotty now. He came into his room at 2, 10 a.m. on Sunday, probably to go to bed. Um, he was supposed to check out in the morning. His family didn't hear from him, so they had the hotel do a safety check or like a, wear, a wellness check. Went into his room, and I guess he had like stuff kind of spread out through the room, but they said it was pretty neat and tidy. And he was in the bed, cold to the touch, yellow, clammy, with his hand over his chest, which to me is like a clear indication that He had a heart attack, right? So pronounced dead on the scene. Still no um, indication of like foul play or drugs or anything. Um, There's this one girl on my Instagram, my Facebook. I don't even know her. I'm about to delete her. And she's commenting on all my stuff that Bob Saget is a pedophile. And oh, another good, another pedophile from this earth dead. And like posting these conspiracy theory memes. And I just can't fucking deal with it. So deleted. 
do not care. You will get blocked. And it's not even because she said something about Bob Saget. Like, not everyone has to like Bob Saget. But, like, don't come to my post and, like, I just don't I – don't, I don't know you. I don't need you. Bye. Um, I really could use some fresh air right now. So I think I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go take Benny for a walk and watch The Bachelor tonight and just be a happy person until I have to come back tomorrow and get yelled at all over again. I'm excited, though, because tomorrow I get my new shift. So fingers crossed that I get a good shift. And then I really need to start looking for like other jobs within this company because customer service ain't it for me. I just don't have thick enough, thick enough skin. And it's not that like I get sad. It's it's honestly like emotional rage. I get so frustrated that I want to cry. And like, it doesn't it doesn't happen too, too often, probably about once a month, which I don't consider that often. Like, I don't need to be crying over work, you know, like it, that doesn't need it's not cute. It doesn't need to be a thing like I'm mad right now that I'm upset. I'm partially upset because of that what that woman said to me. And it was just like, you know, it made me sad. But I just don't need to be feeling like this every day. No, it doesn't happen every day. But, I, you know, once a day I get – I just don't need to be I – I just wish that I wasn't stressed out. I know that every job comes with its stresses, but I'd rather have, like, workload stress than, like, someone berating me stress. So 2022 is the year of a new job. I feel like I get a new job every year. I mean, I want to stay in this job. I just need to grow in the company and because this ain't it. I can't do it. I can't not do it. Tuesday. You know what's so weird? When I got my new phone, my Apple ID wouldn't sync on my Mac. It kept saying that I had the wrong username and password. And then I was like, it wasn't letting me change my password. And I thought my password was right. Anyways, it was this whole thing. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I guess I just can't get text messages anymore on my computer. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, it started working again. Like I got a text through on my computer. And I, I thought it was weird because I got a notification saying like, you've now signed on to your MacBook or whatever. I haven't tried to do this in like a month. Anyways, just thinking about that now because it's been so inconvenient that it hasn't worked and like fucking around with forgot password on your Apple ID scares the living daylights out of me. So when I was like, OK, I guess I don't know my Apple password when I do. Obviously, I did. It just logged me in like a month after I tried. Anyways. Hi, guys. Got my new shift today. I knew that I wasn't going to get the shift that I wanted like first thing this morning. So I bid at two o'clock. But someone from my team at like nine who has more seniority than me said that the earliest shift available was like 830 or something like that. So I knew that my six to 230 wasn't happening. So I finally get to go into the bidding room at two o'clock. And right off the bat, she's like the out of all your choices, your fifth choice is what's still available which was 9 to 5:30 which sucks because the person that went before me took the last 8:30 to 5 slot which would have been you know it, the earlier that I can start and the earlier I can get off the better so she like ran down everything that was available I could have taken like a 6 a.m. shift where I got off at 2.30, but I would have had split days off. Like I would have had um, Sunday, Tuesdays off or there was a couple shifts available where there was like a Sunday, Monday off. But I really just want Saturday, Sunday off, especially when it comes to like the weekends and the summer and pool parties and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's just so much more convenient to have Saturday, Sunday off. So I just took it, called Brett immediately afterwards, just like for a second so I could tell him. And um, he made me feel a little bit better about it. I mean, I'm just going to have to rearrange how I do things. So now I think first I'm going to keep getting up at the same time that I normally do because I set my alarm for 640, snooze at once, get up at 650, and then I start work at 7. My first breaks at 815, my lunch breaks at 8, at 1030. So now like everything's going to be different, right? So he was like, still wake up at the same time, do your radio show and your podcast first thing in the morning, and then, you know, 
work and then you can actually be off at 530. He said, you're in your office every night. I mean, it's 546 right now. I still have to do my radio show. He's like, you're in your office super late every night anyways. So now at least, you know, when you're done at your job, at your regular nine to five, legit nine to five now, you will just be done. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. So I'm just going to wake up early and do my radio show, which at least it'll sound more current because normally I, I record it the day before. Um, but I'm like, do I show prep the night before? Or do I show prep that morning? Like, do I need time for my voice to like warm up? Like, do I do my podcast first? And then you guys are just always used to hearing me with like a morning voice. I just don't know. It's going to be trial and error for a little bit. And then, of course, I'm sure there's going to be some nights where like I do it on the night. So that I can sleep in in the morning and like maybe I want to do a Peloton in the morning instead of doing my show. Like I just don't really know how it's going to go. Um, but of course, I'm like type A and like had to tell my boss on the radio station, both of them, about all the changes, even though it really changes nothing like for them. Like they don't care when I like it doesn't. But I'm just like, I must tell you about what has changed so that, you know, because, oh, my God, my watch is recording everything that I'm saying. Um, you know, I'm just I- I'm excessive. So that starts on February 6th. So I have a few more Saturdays left, four more to be exact. I can't wait to be done with Saturdays. And the fact that I know that like an end is coming makes it like, oh, like these next four Saturdays are going to be freaking brutal. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, we started watching Stay Close last night on Netflix. It is really good. It's an English show, which I found that like English shows are just there's so many twists. There's so much more mystery to them, I feel like. I don't know what it is about them, but I would definitely recommend watching it. We're on episode four. I think we're going to watch another one tonight before This Is Us. We watched three episodes last night. No, maybe only two. Two. I can't remember. Two or three before Brett went to sleep and I watched The Bachelor I got to say, The Bachelor this season is really reeling me in with the drama. I said last season, you know, it's nice that there's no drama and it's just like, you know, you're watching love develop with these different, I almost said characters, with these different people. Um, But with this season, and I thought that I liked it like that, but with this season, with all the drama, I'm like, yes, like the smile on my face last night, all of a sudden I like had a had a come to Jesus moment where I realized I was just sitting in bed in the dark with like a huge grin on my face, like propped up with my pillows. The drama last night was insane. That Cassidy girl, I would have never pegged her to have that type of personality. And I wonder if she has that type of personality in real life or if she's just ramping it up for the show because her face just doesn't fit the vibe that I'm getting from her. Like how aggressive. And what's crazy is as an outsider, right, we can tell that Clayton doesn't like it. Like, yeah, he gave her the first impression rose for that date, but like he doesn't like He's not into her. I really am not getting the vibe that he's like super into blondes. I kind of feel like he likes a more like ethnic look. Like I think he likes all the black girls, the Mexican girls. Are there any Mexican girls? Yeah. And like the Asian girls, like I feel like that is totally his vibe. Like I'm I'm not really getting like I'm going to pick a white girl vibes from Clayton at all. Um, So I just feel like. He is always kind of looking at Cassidy like, okay, like, I'll find you. Like, she's giving me major Gone Girl vibes. Um, I just, yeah, and the way that she was just talking to the other girls, I'm like, is this, do the producers really pull the strings here? Because for some reason, normally the villain fits their personality. Like, you can tell they do this all the time. They look like villains, like Victoria, Demi. But for some reason, this girl just doesn't do it for me. Like, her face does not match her 
her rude ass personality. And then she only has one friend who's Shanae. And she like hypes Shanae up for her group group date to go out there and like, you know, get the first impression rose too. be aggressive, get your name out there, show them that you care, show them that you're assertive. So Shanae tries to do the same thing. First of all, starts calling herself Shanae, which is super annoying. It seems like a nickname that was adopted on the show. Like, I just can't. I just can't. Does the wit and And it's I was cringing. I could barely watch it. I had to put the blanket over my face like it was so bad. I'm sure the comedian I've never heard of that comedian before. That was part of that group date. I forget what her name is, but she seemed funny, like very dry sense of humor from what I could tell. I feel like she was like, oh, no, but was hyping her up because it's ABC and she couldn't like you know, dog her. Remember last night when she said, I feel like you guys are dogging me. I'm like, oh, 1992 called. They wanted their fucking saying back. I felt like you guys were dogging me. What? I just feel like um, she is also being puppeted by the producers because everything about her was confusing. Like, I feel like I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm seeing some underlying like actual personality disorder, like issues with her. First of all, making fun of someone that has ADHD, not even wrapping their mind around what that means, using it as like, uh, like, a oh, so you have ADHD. Why don't you tell everyone about your ADHD? Oh, because you have ADHD, right? Like, what? I could not believe that that was happening. I'm shocked that Twitter wasn't tearing her apart more than they were. I actually feel like there hasn't been that many tweets about The Bachelor of the season. I'm like, are the viewers down? Because if people knew that the drama was lit, they would be watching it. Um, Yeah, so... She was just going off on this girl who explained to her. She was like, I feel like you've been ignoring me. I feel like like you just ignore me in conversation as if that was a reason enough to throw her under the bus with Clayton. And she's like, well, I'm sorry if we were in a conversation and I wasn't looking at you. It's because I have ADHD and I really have to focus on other conversations that I'm having. Like I can only do one thing at a time. And then she used that her having ADHD is like ammunition. It came up in every conversation. I was losing brain cells listening to her talk. I wish that I could think of like some of the sentences that she actually said but she was doing like an interview with the camera and was like oh right she has ADHD like making fun of this girl for having ADHD my mouth was open I could not believe it and then it seems like she's just like lying in the episode to come which by the way is in two weeks why the fuck are we taking a break next week oh oh fuck yeah next Monday's a holiday do they normally take breaks on holidays is that a thing anyways They're hyping it up to make it seem like she's really instigating future arguments um, with that same girl, Elizabeth. Pretty sure that's her name. But um, I just I I, I, I want to be a fly on the wall when Clayton watches these episodes because obviously he's not privy to everything that's happening. He just hears back and forth. Oh, and then that one girl telling him that Cassidy is has like a friends with benefits situation and is like they're going to watch the show together when she comes out. I live for it. I live for it. Obviously, there's going to come a point where I like don't like the villain anymore. And I'm going to be really upset if Shanae and Elizabeth get stuck on a two on one because they are not the same caliber of person. Elizabeth was like so well spoken. She's like, I am not going to feed into this. I'm not even going to entertain this. Like she was totally being calm, trying to diffuse a situation. She was being a mature adult. So I'm going to be really upset if they fucking bring her down to Shanae's level and make her go on a two on one. That's going to really fucking irritate me. Um, 
I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. These girls, these girls a season are like more of a hot mess than ever. Okay, well, I have to go put my radio show or record my radio show. Um, Jay, who I used to be on the morning show with, he made something and it's fucking so amazing. He sent it to me. He was like, I ha- I made it with you in mind. Um, and so it has to do with Bob Saget. Obviously, it's a tribute. So I'm going to tack that on to the end of the episode. It's been a long um, I'm gonna tack that on to the end. Also, really thought about editing me crying out yesterday because it's embarrassing. <gasps> but man, raw, it's raw, real emotion. Oh, that's the other thing I was gonna say. I've been taking Benny on walks by myself. Typically, we like to go as a fam, but I've been going by myself. So last night, I listened to a couple episodes of The Bitch Bible. And like, I like it when she has a guest, certain guests that I like. She had um, the Caller Daddy girl on the episode. And I was like, this girl's funny. So I tried to find her podcast. I couldn't find it on Apple. I don't know what I'm doing wrong or why I can't find it. So, um, but then sometimes when Jackie's by herself, like she just kind of spirals and it's the same shit. She's, she's fitzing and like, she just says the same things, which I do too. And that's like, what made like like builds a fan base and builds a brand like I get it but I just I don't know I wasn't really into it so I was I wasn't I was feeling like listening to something else today so I was looking at the podcast that I'm subscribed to I should really just get balls deep into a true crime because there's so many that I'm subscribed to like Payne Lindsay I'm like I should get on one of his but it's just like once you start I, I that's what I should do because I made the mistake of listening to Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine I'm pretty sure that's what it's called podcast today on my walk with Benny and I think this is the first time that I've ever listened to it or really like listened to an entire episode and so I picked a most recent one with Arielle Vanden Sleuth or whatever from Love Island the host who's barely ever on it she's on like every five episodes I was like oh this is probably going to be good the sound quality fucking terrible Caitlin sounds like she did the first few weeks of my podcast when I didn't have my mic plugged in correctly um the content terrible like uh Ariel just started this brand R-E-L it's um I guess they're right now she's just selling lip balms so they were talking about that and Caitlin's like so what would you what advice would you give to anyone out there that's gonna start a business yeah because all of your listeners have the capital to just go and fucking start a business Caitlin also they were beeping out the f-words which is no fun I was just like oh this is fucking terrible she has these shitty commercials doing advertisements for the these brands and they just fucking sound terrible. And I'm like, how? How sway? Please explain this to me. You have all this money. I've seen your setup. It seems like you have good equipment. Like where? What's the disconnect here? And then Ariel was doing the interview over Zoom. She didn't turn off her iMessaging or her email notification. So it kept going ding because she was getting new emails or like, I just I fucking can't. And I'm just like, all these people listen to this podcast. It's not even of good quality. I'm like, not that mine's, you know, amazing or anything, but I feel like the sounds better. I feel like the content is better than what I just listened to. Hi, can I please go? Can something please happen so that my podcast can get out there? Like I was walking thinking like, God, maybe one day I'll just do something. I don't I won't even mean to do it. That's how it's going to happen to me. I know it. I won't even mean to do it. Like it's going to be something totally accidental. One of my episodes or something's going to take off and then people are going to discover my podcast and then boom because I think about Jackie I think about not skinny but not fat they had a few years under their belt before some shit happened obviously this was they also had the advantage of starting their podcast before podcasting was really a thing so I'm a little late to the game but holy shit if Caitlin's podcast can thrive the way that it does like I just can't wrap my mind around it and like I get that the audio can't always be great but that was real bad that was really really bad so if you have any good podcast recommendations I mean don't bombard me I'm not talking about I have hours every week to listen. I'm talking maybe I'm going to dedicate three hours a week to listening to a different podcast. If you have a really good one, send it my way. Shiny, um, And then enjoy this Bob Saget tribute made by Jay. 
They're saying now that they think that he potentially had a heart attack. Obviously, we don't have like the reports back. That's just what the guesstimations are. I don't feel like we should be making guesstimations, but um, okay. Enjoy this tribute and I'll talk to you next week. Follow me at What the Chuck Podcast on Instagram. Give me a five star review. Leave me a rating. Love ya. Mean it. Bob. Breaking news now, actor and comedian Bob Saget has died. The 65-year-old died today at an Orlando, Florida hotel. That confirmed moments ago. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. He's just such a beautiful man. <sighs> so full of love and life. Now he's gone. It's okay if you're hurting. You know, I hadn't thought about this, but this must be real hard on you. What's it gonna stop hurting, man? I keep thinking the pain's gonna go away, but it doesn't. I know that feeling, and I don't think it ever completely goes away. Sometimes it's easier, but on days like this, it's real hard. Ah, uh, how can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gonna be with me for the last ride. But you don't have to go through this alone. Talking about it, that's what helps me. Talking about the memories, that's what keeps in your heart. Danny, I am not gonna do this. We're rolling. Hi, I'm Rebecca Donaldson and I'm in labor. And I am Danny Tanner and right now we are in Rebecca's very hospital room where she is about to give birth to twins. I'm gonna be here every second coaching Becky through her delivery and giving you the play-by-play -play as we all watch in amazement, the miracle of life. Literally, the cast saved my life once. When someone's gone through a hard time and you love them, you, you uh, make it known. And I will always be there for you and for your family because you are my brother and I love you. I love you. First you both go out your way and the vibe is feeling strong and was small. Turn to a friendship, a friendship turn to a bond and that bond will never be broken. The love will never get lost. And when brotherhood come first, then the line will never be crossed. Established it on our own when that line had to be drawn. And that line is what we reach, so remember me when I'm gone. How can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I went through, you were standing there by my side. And now you're going to be with me for the last one. let the light guide your way, yeah. ironic that one of the hardest parts about being a parent, being a parent is that if you're good at it, good at it, eventually you're out of a job. Did you just call yourself a good parent? Well, it, I did say it was my superpower. <laughs> Dad, I might not need you the same way I did when I was young, but I'll always need you. Thanks, Steph. I am so proud of you. So proud of you. Thanks, Dad. Because everything you did for me. No. I've been a parent for two days and I have 
no idea how you raised three of us. But thank you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.